Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Thursday, December 29th. Is that, did I get that right? Okay, the 29th. So a couple more days, it's going to be 2023. So we're right at the end of 2022, obviously. And uh, I'm joined here in the studio by Big Lou Maddox. Good afternoon, Lou. Good afternoon, Drake. And the one and only Clayton McClaw Harris. How's it going, Drake? Man, we Lewis. are... We are, we are we're cl- we're shutting things down for 2022. We're going to move on, you know. We're right in the thick of bowl season. I know, bigger and be- bigger and better things are on the way or on the horizon. And uh, congratulations to anyone and I, that had the Kansas Jayhawks last night <laughs> and the over because they neither one was even close to covering until about Two minutes to go in the in the football game. Did, did you see the onside kick with a minute eight seconds left? Oh, it was perfect. That, Where was the second line for Arkansas? <laughs> did you notice that? Like, I don't. I couldn't figure it out. Like, and it it, he kicked like it. They were lined he, upright. The kicker kicked it, and it just goes right. It just bounces right between two Arkansas players, and and but and and right behind the ball is a Kansas player that jumped that falls on it. All and I'm thinking, you know. And of course, I'm not gonna lie. I had Kansas, and I had the over, mm-hmm. um, and I had to have that onside kick in order to cover <laughs> either one of those. And by God, it happened, and it was a great thing. So you know. you, you were like me, and I think we were texting during that game. No. Uh, we we really didn't want Kansas to score that two point conversion at the end uh, of regulation. Absolutely not. And, and it was and and for people that are listening and and understand what we're talking about here uh kansas they they go into overtime and they both score touchdowns right and they both kick the extra point well the third overtime now in college you just line up for a two-point conversion well clayton and i are getting three points we we get we have kansas plus three so we're sitting there the most either team could win by would is two points. Oh, I had it at plus two and a half. Oh, okay. And, and, and well, when Kansas scored at the end of regulation, they make it a two point game. They had to go for two to get the win or to tie. It. So right. I'm sitting there thinking, don't get it. Right. Do not get I'm, it. We I, don't want overtime. I'm cheering for them not to make those those first two. Absolutely. Or, or, or the the two point conversion to tie it to center sure. field. Yeah. Just lose. You just know. Lose. I mean, just, just yeah. But anyway, they they uh, and, and sure enough, Arkansas did end up winning fifty five to fifty three. What about that last play by Kansas? He had a guy wide open, and he and he threw it in the stands. <laughs> he threw it in the stands. I, was, I mean, I don't I don't get why you're running a trick play with your second string quarterback on the last play of the game in the first place. Absolutely, I, I couldn't you go agree safe more. There, man, I mean, come on. That had to be something that they had to tell. They, they probably practiced it all year, saying if we need a two point conversion, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Philly, um, Philly special-esque kind of. And for all you people that have been holding off all year, um, worrying about not being able to get a Titans ticket to a ball game, <laughs> tonight is the night you can go. And I promise you, you can probably sit in just about any seat you'd like to in the house. Absolutely. I mean, at, 
you could probably show up and find a, a real good ticket for under twenty dollars. Yes, absolutely. There there might be tickets just sitting in sitting under the windshield wipers on parked cars as you walk towards the stadium. Um, well, what about Saturday morning on Facebook? I mean, it was like everybody. Hey, if you want my tickets to Titans games, just DM me. Yeah, you know, you know it was just like wow. I mean, these were good seats. We were just they they were refusing to go sit in that cold weather, and tonight, I mean. Well, the weather's a little bit better. It, it looks like it's going to rain, I, you know. So if you want to take the kids, there's, like I said, they, the Dallas Cowboys are coming to town, and um, I just checked the number for tonight's game on MGM, and it's been slowly creeping up, um, kind of like the Fed rate. Uh, it's been slowly creeping up, and it's at now 14. The Cowboys are at 14 with about a 40, 40 point over under total. Um, and you know, Two full touchdowns is a lot of points, y'all. I'm not going to say I'm not saying take the Titans plus fourteen, but Clayton, you you almost said you know fourteen points is a lot in a away away from home is a lot in a professional football game. Yes, I mean the bottom line is that to these Titans they're professionals, like you said earlier, and you know they 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 are getting paid for a reason. And to uh, and 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 the reason the the number has gone up and it's so high, y'all, is because nobody, uh, the Titans are kind of pulling all their starters and anybody that is injured to try to get them healed up and get them ready for the Jacksonville game next weekend, which will determine the AFC South champion. So uh, players like Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, are not going to be playing tonight, along with about ten, yeah. 10 to twelve other just a list Titans. Of few. Yeah, and um, so that's why the number has gone way up. Now Dallas does have something to play for. The NFC East title has not been decided yet. Um, it looks like Philadelphia is, is is the lead horse, obviously, but it hasn't been decided yet. So Dallas. You know they they want to win this ball game. I don't think the Titans. It makes no difference what happens tonight on whether the Titans make the playoffs or not, unless there's Lee. You said there's some wild yeah, there there's is a, like uh, a tie or something. In Jacksonville the, and, and Tennessee. If one of them ties this week, then it's it's you know it's based off the division record okay. for week eighteen. So if one of them ties. Uh, then um, because Jacksonville finishes out the season, they they'll be uh, at Houston this week, and then uh, they'll have the Titans at home in Week 18. So uh, the division record will uh, decide that. So if if it, barring a tie, if that doesn't happen, then Week 18 will decide uh, the AFC South. Okay, between Jacksonville and Tennessee. I got you. Okay, well, you know, like you said, there's full swing in bowl season. Uh, of course, the big bowls are coming up. New York, New Year's Six and stuff like that. Today uh, at one o'clock, the uh, at the Pinstripe Bowl uh, between Syracuse and Minnesota, and Syracuse already had a couple of guys opt out. Um, their main uh, running back, I think his name is Tucker, decided he was going to go NFL early, and so uh, that line creeped up to where Minnesota is favored by ten and a half. I think 10, 10 and a half at some places. Um, and now with right coming up to halftime, it looks like Minnesota has a, yeah, Minnesota has a 14 to nothing lead. Now there's two other games today. Uh, and one starts at four thirty here in just a little bit. Um, 
OU is playing Florida State, uh, and Florida State is a 10-point favorite. And I'm not sure with a 65-and-a-half over-under. Um, and I'm not sure if um, the Dylan Gabriel kid has – is, is going to play at quarterback or not for OU? Do you guys know? If, I, I'm not sure. Have you that, all that's, heard? That's a rather large line, though. Yeah, for Florida State, yeah. I'd have to do a little checking. If Dylan Gabriel is not playing um, for OU, I probably would not bet OU. Um, that's probably the only OU's only chance of staying in that game or staying close to Florida State in that game is with Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel, of course, was at uh, Central Florida. Uh, and played under Gus Malzahn, and then he transferred to Oklahoma. And so I'm thinking probably he's from Hawaii, um, uh, Gabriel is, but I'm thinking he entered the NFL draft uh, or, or announced he was and is not going to play in this game. So yep. Now, I, I'm from what I'm looking at here, it appears Dylan Gabriel will play tonight. Really? That's what I'm reading here. Well, I just can't believe Florida State is – you know, and maybe I'm missing something. I just can't believe Florida State's a 10-point favorite over Oklahoma. Uh, we'll have to look at that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that, and that game starts at 4.30. So, as we speak. Here in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about you know, 15, 20 minutes is going to start. And tonight's game, um, at 8 o'clock, Texas, number 20 Texas, is playing Washington. University of Washington, and Texas is a three-point favorite with a 66-point total uh, on that ball game. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Probably a lot of points scored in that ball game, I would imagine, with Ewers and Washington. And Washington has the Penix, the, the – Michael, Michael Penix. Yep. He's transferred from, Indian, uh, from Indiana Correct. to the University a- of Washington, right? He was a quarterback at – Yes, at, at Indiana, and sure then quarter, and then quarterback, and then transferred to Washington, and they like to throw the ball around. Obviously, they're on the West Coast; they like to throw the Pac-12. Um, they like to throw the ball around, so that's what's going on bowl wise tonight. And of course, Dallas is coming to Nashville uh, to play the Titans, or you know, the Titans will be basically playing their second strings. But like we said, they're professionals; they get paid to play football. They know what they're doing. And, um, you know, I, I would say, I would say it's either going to be a, an interesting game or a not very interesting game. A blowout. You know, a I mean, yeah. I mean do you know, do, do that make yeah. sense? Because yeah. Dallas, over the course of this year, Dallas has had, there have been some games where Dallas has played down to their uh, opponent's level. They've, they, they've been big favorites. They've even gotten beat, or they they like like the Houston Texans. Right? They, they pretty much they pretty much were beat in that game and pulled that one out of their cowboy hat. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I mean, really, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so I, I saw something today that the Titans, uh, uh, it's some third string because you know Dobbs will be starting at quarterback tonight, and Haskins will be the starting running back. Those are two third stringers uh, yeah. in the backfield for the Titans. and So there you go. Tennessee fans can go and watch uh, Dwayne – what's his name? Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs go because he's he's going to be starting for the Titans. I mean, Malik, Malik Willis has started three games this year and yet to throw for 100 yards. Yeah, he's just uh, – I mean, he's uh, – Awful. He, yeah. he had – He's awful. You could say that. I mean, there was a lot he's, of uh, – He's awful, but I mean – <laughs> 
I had a lot of I had a lot of good expectations for him. You know, Tannehill. He's got one more year on the contract, and I've always liked Tannehill. Peyton Manning was awful. Hey, now wait a minute. Peyton Manning was awful his first year. Yeah, and it, so you know, and he, he hasn't did. he hasn't really had a chance to play with uh, with with really any of the starters for the Titans yet so far this season. Uh, but still, uh, you'd like to see something out of him that could maybe give you some hope for what he could do in the future, but we have not seen that yet. Well, I mean, look at uh, uh, who's the guy at South Carolina transfer from Oklahoma? Spencer Rattler. Rattler. It took him, what, 10 games? He looks great. And and now he looks fantastic. They beat Clemson and – Oh, what? What? Oh, there's that. Is is it still the Christmas cock? Or we we know is no longer the Christmas since we're past Christmas. The Christmas cock is no longer. It's just a game cock, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. There's that old game cock. You know, it's messed up. Crowing. You know, just crowing. Just crowing. He's crowing over a victory down there. You know it. And speaking of victories, Alabama Crimson Tide took care of business <laughs> in Starkville last night uh, in the bat- men's basketball, and pretty much pretty much pulled away from them and wasn't much of a game there towards the end wouldn't you admit i mean that was- I, yeah they controlled the second half and and it was a double digit lead most of the second half there you go. and you had uh the sears kid from uh, mark sears from muscle shoals high school that transferred in from ohio and uh, brandon miller leading the team in scoring uh 20 for uh, sears and 19 for miller miller with 19 points and 11 rebounds he could end up being the freshman of the year in college basketball. I'm oh, excited ab- for this. Uh, absolutely, I'm excited for this uh, SEC basketball season. Yeah, There's I, not a lot of bad teams in this conference this year. That's right. I think it's, it's going to really be exciting. extremely competitive. Hello, Coach James D. Just came in. Came in the came in the studio. He's going to sit down with us. Guess what I've been doing? There's just no telling. What have you been up to? Radio work, baby. Radio work. Have you really? Yeah, I'm glad to be with you guys. Well, I tell you what, we got a celebrity, you know, Lewis Maddox, today. Lou, how you doing? I'm Lou, doing good. Lou's, I'm glad to be here. Lou's a legend in his own mind. I mean, legend <laughs> in his own time. You know what I mean? I well, mean uh, well, Lewis, you guys are legends to me. Lewis brought up a point that there's not no bad basketball teams in the SEC. I not know a lot one, of them. I know one. Yeah, who's that? Kentucky. They're kind of bad right now. Vanderbilt. How can, and how yeah, can sure. Kentucky be that bad? I, I don't mean, know. What, they're bad. Well, last night the Vols, uh, number seven Vols, Tennessee Vols men's basketball, eleven and two is their record as they went to Ole Miss and beat former MTSU coach Kermit Davis's Ole Miss Rebels by a score of sixty three to fifty nine. And what what was the the meanings of this that they need to thank the student section at Ole Miss last night? What happened, Liz? Would, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what happened. What they didn't. What they didn't throw any golf balls or mustard bottles, did they? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, that's that, that's that's a plus. That's from, a thing of the past. Greg. That's a plus from your students. Say okay, well, and I hope it is, Lou. I, 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 really, I really do. As well, it should be a thing. It's of over the past. a year ago. But I know. You, I, I know. You watched the game. I listened to it. I didn't watch it. Okay, was there a technical foul at the end? Anything? I'm, not that I, I don't know, know what that meant. I didn't have time to read into it though. And what have I told you about? What have I to, told you about betting in the University of Virginia last night? Under number, number thirteen, University of Virginia took care of Albany five and ten Albany sixty six to forty six. So that was a hundred and twelve points with an over under total of one twenty six. Wow, that was under under. That's way under. It's not well even. Under. It's not even close. It's close to under. Auburn beat Florida sixty one fifty eight, and and Kentucky. Uh, got whooped on by Missouri, eighty-nine to seventy-five, uh, in Missouri. 
So, and the reason we're bringing this is just this is the first big night of SEC basketball, and uh, that music means we're going to take our first break. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hey, Ray Jeter here with Harness. Are you looking to take ownership in a position that will support your growth and development? We are an excavation and site utilities contractor. Several things set us apart from our competition, but we take the most pride in the professional development of our people. We have multiple openings for operators, pipe layers, and laborers. Our pay and benefits are second to none, including our 401k program. Apply today at selectharness.com. Harness LLC. Build people. Move dirt. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group. Your health is our primary care. Kane is in the building. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw, Big Lou, and Coach James D. And it is Thursday. And if you haven't, uh, if you're about to watch this bowl game that's going to kick off here, this is going to be. Oklahoma and Florida State. I'm going to give you an early eight-ball pick on this. The eight-ball pick told me to take Oklahoma plus the points against Florida State. Nine and a half? Plus ten. Oh, ten now. Okay. Ten. And then we've got two other ones uh, concerning bowl games that we'll give you at the end of the hour. And something I want to do, fellas, uh, real quick as we uh, are approaching 2023 – and I think we ought to probably take a look back on the sports year in sports. And I'm just going to run over some things that I thought were pretty interesting. And uh, and it's going to start back in January um, of this uh, – January of, of, 22. of 2022. You guys remember uh, – what about what about Antonio Brown and his ankle and wide receiver? Remember that? Remember that debacle when uh, he said he had an ankle injury when he's playing for the Bucks and he he took his jersey off and walked off the field, and uh, uh, that that was a pretty crazy moment in twenty two. Uh, Big Ben retired. Roethlisberger retired in twenty twenty two. And they he ended on a, on a victory over the Browns, twenty six to fourteen, at home. Um, the Georgia Bulldogs beat the Alabama Crimson Tide, thirty three to eighteen. We we were there to witness it in person. And you all went up there to it was, was in Indianapolis, and you went there to watch it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a bizarre night. It it didn't end about four o'clock in the morning, and they didn't. Uh, Without John Mechie and without uh, who else? Who else? Jameson Andrews was out. Jameson Williams. Or Williams, yeah, yeah, he was out. But uh, Alabama did 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 beat him in the SEC championship game, uh, and that was on that was in January of of this year. Um, let's see what else. Caitlin Clark for the Iowa State. Five, she scored thirty one points, and to get this on January twenty first, Caitlin Clark an Iowa guard for the Iowa State women's basketball team. Uh, 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists against Nebraska. And she followed that up with a 35 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists versus Minnesota, becoming the first NCAA player, man or woman, with thirty with consecutive 30-point triple-doubles. Wow. Well, wow. I mean, you know. That's that's a pretty big that's a pretty big deal, right? 
Um, let's see what else is going on this year. Um, in the in the playoffs, uh, NFL playoffs, we remember that Bills and Chiefs Chiefs game where the Chiefs had 13 seconds to get down the field. <laughs> Got in field goal and, range. And did it. The poor Bills, man. I mean, what? what? <laughs> Unreal. Hey, they're going to have another shot this year to, to make up for it. You think so? Oh, yeah. Ah, definitely. The road will go through Buffalo, too, more than likely. All right. The designated hitter has never played a bigger role in baseball, and no DH has ever played bigger than David Ortiz, who became the first full-time DH to be voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot. And you know they caught those ten. They 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 caught those ten guys that shot them. Yeah, yeah. they sure did. They they found them. Charged they're, they're them. Gonna, yep. They're going to prosecute them. Um, let's see. I don't know what else is going on here. You good? I, that uh, Sparky didn't make your top ten. The what? Sparky. Sparky. Who who you talking about? Sparky. Sparky the Gamecock. Oh, you Be know, upset he, in Tennessee. That was that was a shocker to me. That's that, one of the biggest shockers of the year. That, I can't get away from that. <laughs> we still got to get to November before we get to that. Yeah, I mean, we're not even close to that yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, let's see what else. Um, the let's see. You know, the waste management open out there in. Arizona, they play the where they get to holler and scream during the whole golf tournament. Are you oh yeah, yeah, with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they go, they go absolutely crazy. Uh, the Waste Management Open this past year erupted with cups of beers after Sam Ryder's third round ace on the 16th, and the next day the cups and beers were thrown from the grandstands and out onto the fairway and out onto, and they had to take time and clean all that up. Well, it happened again the next day. Carso Tees hit another, hit a hole in one, and they all threw it out there. And that's right when the Super Bowl is about to take place. Right, I think that's right. that's right, like the week of, or whatever's going on. Uh, uh, the Matthew Stafford and gets a Super Bowl win. Um, and Super Bowl was that fifty one. What's LV one? LV one. Do you 56. know fifty six? Is that 56? Thank yep, you. We're on 57 Thank you, Big now. Lou. That's why you're the legend, Big Big Lou. That's why you, you're the legend. So, anyway, it, it's fun looking back over some of these big big moments. Um, uh, and, and today, Pele passed away. I don't know if we've talked about that. Pele was, is, from, is Brazilian, and he had complications. Obviously, he was 82 and had some problems with colon cancer. And... Um, you know, he was kind of the ambassador. I, growing up, well, you put it this way. He's the only person to ever be on three World Cup championship teams in history. Uh, he's from Brazil, kind of the ambassador of soccer worldwide, especially for Brazil. And growing up here in Tennessee, you know, we didn't pay a lot of attention. Or an Alabama coach, we didn't pay any attention to soccer. We didn't. But we knew who Pele was. We did. We knew we would walk around and call ourselves Pele, but we none of us had a soccer ball. Right. None and, of us had one. And we probably wouldn't know him if he walked up and we shook no. his hand. But uh, just his name and, and us trying to figure out who he was and, and what's going on, We uh, Pele uh, was somewhat of an icon when it came to soccer. Right. I, I didn't ever play much soccer, but when I did, I would call myself Pele. But it never put it never put fear in the hearts of my opponent. 
<laughs> especially on, on the soccer on the soccer field. Anyway, you know high, what I mean. Especially in high school, if we a kicker is a you know different breed of player. And anytime we had a kicker that we thought was good, we'd nickname nickname him Pele. Okay, uh, Coach K retired in twenty twenty two. Yeah, Duke. That's right. That's right. He he retired in twenty twenty two. So um, uh, that's. Let's see what else happened in 2022 that's worth talking about. Um, oh, uh, Kentucky Derby. Uh, Rich Strike, 80 to 1 shot. The second largest long shot in Kentucky Derby history to win. That was the one with the Rich Strike. It was a big, big comeback there, wasn't it? He yeah, was he all came, the way back in the back. He was and, in 16th. Uh, in the final turn before Sonny Leon, the jockey, steered him through the pack toward the rail and the winner's circle as the second biggest underdog to wear the roses and yeah, obviously, obviously win the Kentucky Derby at, at 80 a, to 1. I'd never seen a horse move that fast in my life. And you can bet your sweet tail that they drug tested the fur of that horse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <definitely. laughs> oh, absolutely. Passed every other did. one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Blew by them like they're standing still. <laughs> absolutely, they did. Uh, Let's see here. In separate games in the College World Series regionals, Eastern Carolina's Bryson Worrell and Auburn's Cole, Auburn's Cole Foster homered from both sides of the plate in one inning. Wow. Sure did. Now that, I, I don't know if that'll ever – that that might not – Yeah, it probably won't. No. A feat matched by only three major league ball players in 146 seasons. That I mean, was the, unreal. The, the talent to be able to do that. So, so the you homer, you homer from both sides in in the same inning. Uh, I mean, is is that? Oh, mean, oh so that means. Does that mean both of them hit two runs each in 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 the same inning? Had, had a bad round. Yeah, bad round. That's insane. It is. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty crazy. That's that's like hitting a golf ball right handed and then hitting a golf ball left handed. I, I mean, I just can't even conceive. Yeah, uh, and getting even, an ace both times. <laughs> there you go. Oklahoma Oklahoma Sumer went, women won the College World Series for uh the for the ladies. Um the Stanley Cup went to the Colorado Avalanche and as they were uh taking their rounds around as they when they pulled the trophy out and they they pulled the trophy out and kind of skate around after they've won it there at after the last game. Uh, they dropped the trophy onto the ice in Bennett, mm. and uh, but I'm sure they'll get out the, the silversmith and repair that. Surely, pretty soon. Yes, absolutely. Ole Miss won the uh, College World Series. Remember, Ole Miss baseball was one of the last four teams to qualify for the postseason. I mean, they barely made it into the to the uh, to the postseason uh, there for uh, college. Men's baseball, kind of a Cinderella but, type story. But after capping a ten to one tear with the sweep of Oklahoma in the College World Series finals, the Rebels were number one. So, in twenty twenty two, amazing run it was. Right. Uh, Joey Chestnut down sixty three hot dogs to earn his fifteenth Nathan's famous hot dog title. Chestnut's pace thirteen off his world record of seventy six in twenty twenty one was slowed by m- mid-munch when he put an onstage protester in a headlock. 
<laughs> and I did not. I did. I haven't seen any video, of that, but obviously, while he was eating the hot dogs, was some a protester came up and he came up and put him in a headlock. Obviously, in the middle while he was sucking down sixty three hot dogs. I don't know. Is that in a minute? How, how long is that? Surely not it, a minute. Not a minute. There's no. That, that's more. That's. How long is it? I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how long it. Can I think be. it's ten minutes. I think. I, I don't know. That's still. That's still insane. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in the, in July, in the mid July, all the participants were announced in front of a wall of fire. Nationals right fielder Juan Soto started his home run derby final round, uh, a little cold. He was 0 for 9. Then he got hot sending 10 of his next 12 pitches over the fence at Dodger Stadium to coast to a 19 to 18 win over the Mariners rookie outfield Julio Rodriguez. Which I guess Julio Rodriguez is pretty much of a bad cat too. I don't know much about him, but uh, sounds like uh, Dick Vitale accepted in July. Also accepted the Jimmy V Award, um, and I wonder how Dick's doing. I, have you all? Have you he's all been calling better. some games. I think. Has he been calling? Yeah, he's, he's stepped has back he, into it a little bit. Just has, a little bit. He don't look well though. I seen him the other night. Oh, he's really? Definitely, he's definitely not the same. But no. Uh, August third, Vin Scully died. And, Lou, you being in broadcasting uh, up in Murfreesboro at MTSU can appreciate um, uh, the Oral Hershiser and Joe Davis mourn the death of the legendary play-by-play announcer Vin Scully. He died at 94 years old. Scully's retirement in 2016 marked the end of 67 seasons calling Dodgers baseball. Wow. Wow. That's, that's icon. I mean, that's, that's, hard, that's hard to believe. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, one of the greats. There you sure. go. Um, you know, this is just a this is just a year just revisiting what went on in 2022. Hall of Fame golf on August 26th. Hall of Fame golfer Joanne Carner, 83 years old, shot her age at the U.S. Senior Women's Open. So she's playing on a, she's playing on basically a professional set up golf course. 83 years old, and she shot an 83. Do you know what I'd give to shoot an 83? I mean, I'm serious. Probably a body part of some. Probably, I, would, <laughs> I mean, right. I, I would give a body part to, right. <laughs> to shoot an 83. And this 83 year old woman is out, and she shot an 83. She. Um, she you imagine getting beaten by an 83 year old woman? She was a 43 time winner on the LPGA tour and wasn't exactly thrilled by her 83. She said the whole swing was basically her whole swing was basically off, and still complaining about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the boys from Honolulu, the Hawaii Hawaii Little League uh, team, dominated the Little League World Series, outscoring their opponents sixty to five, That's pretty- uh, and ending ending four games early with a ten run lead. Four of their games just I, know, I watched know. most of them. It was there was on. You almost saw some 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 boys from Tennessee get to that point that, too. That's from, right, from Nolensville. They were and, really good. Ended up playing Columbia at, at some point and. Yeah, that's the chance to see them. Ending those games early included the title games over over Curacao. Yeah, or Caraco. I I can't remember. Either way, they won 13 3, and the title game ended early. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to believe. And some of those guys for Hawaii, they were some big, tall dudes, man. I mean, they looked like they were, I, I hard to believe they were 
12 year old is that the limit what's yeah. the age on that 12 years old 12 yeah oh you turn turn 12 by a certain date or, yeah yeah you, you cannot turn 13 before september 1st i think so yeah um on september 22nd we got into the nfl season and george pickens had that over his shoulder spread out one-handed stab catch against the browns that kind of got all the attention um uh, with his second homer in an 11-0 win over the Dodgers, D.H. Al- Cardinals D.H. Albert Pujols joined Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds as the only player to hit 700 career home runs. Some elite company. Absolutely. Five of them. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, also, remember the hit the tie, that Tua took and was laying in the field, laying in there, all the teammates around him. Which one? Well, I know <laughs> he just he just got a third. I think I think they I think they're going to end his season, aren't they? They may shut him they, down. They may. I mean, if if you're Tua though, you got to think about shutting it down completely at that it, point. And it's the, just starting to get scary for his. I mean, overall health. Miami's going to make the playoffs, aren't they? I think so. It'll be Bridgewater. Mm, Bridgewater just I'm sorry he just he just doesn't do anything for me as far as and I, he had he was good until he had the same issue in, in Minnesota but got knocked out and really was never well, he about lost that. his leg yeah you know uh and don't forget about Aaron Judge hit hit number 62 set the set the major league baseball single season record with 62 home runs so we're in October now right yeah I think you also and, and I know this sitting on your list but I'm going to bring it up the ending of the Martinsville race in NASCAR with Ross Chestnut. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Tennessee topped Alabama 52 to 49 for the first time since 2006, prompting the crowd to tear down the goalpost, haul them out of General Nayland Stadium, uh, and toss them into the Tennessee River. I guess that was a part Lip, of history then. Were you there? Were you there, Lou? I was on the field. Were you on the field? Were you really? Yeah. Got video. Thought, are are you serious? Were you really there? Absolutely. Did you help them haul those goalposts out of there? right behind the goalposts leaving the stadium. Would that be considered littering? I don't know. But, you know, 16-year-old goalposts, 16-year-old goalposts, uh, after all the weather and everything up in Knoxville and the coldness and the, you know, I mean, uh, they probably needed some new ones up there. They yeah. did. You know what I mean? It I was mean, time. I mean, you know. I it mean, was time. I was two years right, old last time it happened. So, Right, Coach? I mean, they time. needed some new goalposts. Because yeah, if I'm not mistaken, them old goalposts didn't have much paint left on them. It was weather, weather bad. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was a long time coming. Yeah, though. they were and, old goalposts. And I, I want to say sure. congratulations to you and your Vols for pulling that off. Uh, I appreciate it. It might, not, it might be another 15 years before we do well, it. Thank now, goodness so. they put up the uh, GoFundMe account to help replace the goalpost. That still makes me so Now, bad. The, <laughs> <laughs> on, that's so Isn't that bad. Towards the end of October, there you are. And there he is. He just shows a picture on his phone puffing on. I assume that's a cigar. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, uh, October 23rd. Uh, Philadelphia, listen to this. The Philadelphia Phillies were 21 and 29 entering June of last year. 21 and 29. That was their one loss record. Okay. So they're eight under 500. But by the time Bryce Harper homered in the eighth inning of the pennant clinching four to three win over the Padres, the Phillies seemed a team of destiny. And guess what? They were a team of destiny, right? Yes, they were. There you have it. Um, Needing to pass two cars on October 30th, the day before Halloween of this past year, 
needing to pass two cars in the final turn to make the NASCAR Cup Series championship. Uh, four, number four, championship number four. Ross Chastain smashed the gas and rode the wall past five drivers, setting a Martinsville Speedway lap record <laughs> in the process. I, I'm telling you, I, mean, it, I watched it happen live, and, and I literally laughed for five straight minutes. I couldn't believe what I just saw. I mean, the only thing holding him, the only thing holding him inside that track was the wall. Exactly. Do we do? I mean, do we see the NASCAR change from that, or do no, we see I mean, more people you, do it? You and it only, never been done before. You can never. only do that on the last lap because if you do it before, you're going to destroy your car. Right. So it's got to be safer. I mean, yeah, somebody else is going to try it. It was tried before. Remember the movie they come out with Days uh, of Thunder. Days of Thunder. They did it in Days of Thunder, and this this guy watched it undoubtedly and pulled it off. He pulled, Remarkable. He absolutely pulled it off. And and you know what? I'm completely wrong. I, I was thinking the Phillies won. The Phillies didn't win the damn World Series. The Astros. The Astros did because Dusty Baker finally got his – after all these years, yeah, he, he finally got it. Made a great run, though. And he, he, Dusty said, I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. Stay around long enough. It's got to happen. You know what I mean? So I apologize to all you uh, Astros fans out there. And maybe there was no beating of, beating of the uh, trash cans or – <laughs> or any type of uh, no cheating going on. Hope, basically, hope, just no hope cheating. Yeah. Maybe you all just did it honestly, and I and and I pray to God that you did, uh, because you know cheaters never prosper. Really, to be honest with you, um, the UVA shooting three happened on November thirteenth. Three members of the Virginia football team were shot and killed by a former player um, that got back on the team bus after a field trip mm-hmm. and tragically shot um, three. Three other players and wounded two, pretty bad. So, um, not all of the takes are, are great. Um, let's see what else we got going on. We're, we're right at the end of the year, and I'm pretty sure Clayton that they've got. I don't know if they have anything from South Carolina or not listed down here. Um, hmm, no, I don't see. I don't see anything. I don't see anything else about that. But you know, um, are you sure? I don't see. I don't. I don't see anything else listed about. But we know what that was, don't we, Lou? That, yes, we do. We know. Okay. We know what. I, I, just, I think everybody knows what you're talking about. When when that game was kicked off, you as a big Tennessee fan and your dad and all that, did y'all any, have any indications at all? Watch that. What is that? No, I mean, you know, <laughs> would you quit playing that dang sound? No, I mean, you had, we had all the confidence in the world. Had no idea. That, you know, me and Drake talked about that last week when it was just us on the show about all the stuff that was going on behind the scenes. And what what it's speaking of Jeremy Banks? Because I know that's who you're referring to. What about him not being eligible for the Orange Bowl? Have you heard this? Eligible? Oh, he's not going to play. I know he opted out. Well, no, he wasn't eligible. Is what our friend Tony Basilio said. He couldn't pass six hours of classes that he was taking. He needed two classes to graduate. I guess that's why he opted out. Then. <laughs> yeah, he was forced to. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yikes. But I mean, I'm not surprised though. That, you know, somebody, somebody up there in the person. football department probably lost their job over that. I mean, you got to keep up with that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's something that, that is a big deal. Yeah. Your star defensive player 
not even, being able to play. Even at halftime, you get up and try to shake everything out of your head, and you and you walk around the house. You come back, sit back down. That's what it's Tennessee be second half. It never happened. Yeah, I, I quit watching early in that second <laughs> half. So. <laughs> not a good yeah. day for me. No, 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 not, not my proudest moment. No, it wasn't. Okay, the music's up. That means we're going to our second break. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Coach D, Big Lou, Clayton the Claw. Give us about two or three minutes, and we'll be back with a uh, Magic Eight Ball pick or two for the ball games tonight. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. It is Thursday, December 29th, and I'm sure everybody is out there scrambling, making their New Year's uh, plans to ring in 2023, and I've made my plans with the new puppy and the wife, and we're going to be sitting right at home. That dog is adorable. Thank, thank you very much. So I appreciate Carl. It. Carl is Carl's a good and he's a good dog. Yeah. Um on top of everything else. Um so, you know, 
New Year's resolutions are something people make. They think about, and they probably don't think about it till the day after Christmas. I mean, I don't really, I don't really don't consider, you know, what, what do I need to start doing? Well, we probably need to eat better, exercise more. I mean, you know, that's, that's pretty much the general stuff, right? Um, so we've got in Columbia, we're going to have the mule drop. Is that correct? That is correct. And can you, can you give me the, can you give for our listeners around the Columbia area, can you give the, Specifics of how that works and what is the mule drop? Well, the man to do that is sitting across from me, Coach James Dickinson. He's been working on this all week with the uh, Center of Hope, uh, Cindy Sims, uh, and they've had multiple guests come in during the week. So, Coach, take it away. Well, it's going to be a festive night. It's the second biggest event in Murray County besides Mew Day. Okay. Uh, we're t- anticipating five, 6,000 people down on Square. Wow. Saturday night. It's going to be 62 I mean, Saturday. That's, that's packed. It's packed, and a ton of bands will be playing, uh, kid zones, food trucks, uh, you know. Well, what it. time will all this stuff get kicked off? It start actually at 630, start opening up down there, and then the uh, Bluegrass Band, I forget the name of them, they play first, and then Rupert's Group, uh, 80s cover band, 80s and 90s will play approximately 815 to around 915 and then the 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 19 year old kid from columbia is going to play he plays pop music uh enos kid and they're going to finish it up with a big jazz band and so wow that sounds terrific now well for those of us 21 years of age or older will will there be adult beverages available yes you can buy beer on the square Okay. You can walk okay. around with it and drink. And what's great about it is we're going to simulcast this thing with our own famous Lou Maddox going to be on the board, working the board that night. Are you serious? And you can hear it. The on, legend? That's it. You can hear it on 101.7, 103.7, and 1340 AM. So we're going to play the whole segment through uh, Saturday night. And so, you know, I'm familiar with the ball dropping in Times Square. Matter of fact, I saw a little piece on that this morning. There's this huge, I mean, huge. Um, glass crystal ball mm-hmm. that changes the colors and does all this crazy stuff that they had assembled there in, in Times Square and they had the main man there and they were talking to him. So let's, and, and I understand the ball is raised up to a, a height on a big pole type thing and at midnight it drops down to ring in the new year. So tell us about what we might be looking at as far as dropping a mule. Now, we're not talking about dropping a, a live mule, and we're not. No animal, <laughs> no animals will be hurt during this process. Well, I well, mean, you know, I would say this. I don't want to get PETA involved in this. If you're missing a mule, don't worry about it. You can see it Saturday night. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a big uh, BMI Metalworks made this big uh, steel mule and uh, industrial contract. It, it lights strain, up and does lights li- up and everything, and they do a countdown every hour on hour, you know, and then when it gets down to. Ten, nine, eight, seven. As soon as the mew drops, fireworks will go. And so off. the city and, and the city of Columbia is all in with this with this whole deal too. Yeah. I mean, they're they're promoting it. They're, I mean, we're we're this isn't just kind of a fly by night thing. This is the kind of thing that's going to stay around and stick around for a while. This is the fifth year. Okay. Now, was it out at Murray County Park at one time? COVID. During COVID. It was yep. like a drive-up. Oh, it was kind of like a parking party. And that was still a blast. Parking party. Yeah, you can, a blast. you can listen to it on the radio and while you sat in your car, and you can watch the mule drop. And the fireworks. Yeah. Okay. And so anybody wanting to attend? It's uh, free. It's free. It's free. Come on out to the square New Year's Eve, uh, downtown Columbia, right there where the courthouse is. Um 
you know, bring your kids, bring your whoever you want to bring. And bring, you can't, just bring yourself. You can buy tickets, can't you? To VIP tickets. Uh, the VIP tickets to Southern Tray. Upstairs bar. Uh, upstairs bar gets you a couple of complimentary drinks per ticket and VIP uh, buffet. Buffet in view of uh, all the all the stuff. So. Well, that that you know, that sounds terrific. It's a pretty the fancy mule drop. Event. The mule drop New Year's Eve will be. Uh, Quite an event. If you're talking about five or 6,000 people, that's a bunch of people downtown Columbus. It's a lot of fun. It's, I mean, you watch the people get, get out there and dance. and I've been to every one of them so far. It's been a lot of fun. And it's free. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's absolutely free. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, we're in full swing of the bowl season right now. Um, and uh, a game that has already kicked off, and I gave the Magic 8-Ball pick for I believe it was Oklahoma, wasn't it? Didn't I tell you? You did. Yeah. It was for Oklahoma. And the tonight's game at eight o'clock, Texas and the University of Washington are playing. Texas is a three point favorite. That would uh, be a good one. Yeah. With a sixty six point total. Yeah, I expect to see quite a few points scored in that game. Uh the Magic Eight ball gave out Texas. So as of today and uh, the Magic 8-Ball gave out Oklahoma and gave out Texas tonight. And tomorrow, the first bowl game off the sheet is going to be Maryland against NC State. NC State is favored by a point. So it's going to be a close game with a 46 over-under total. And the Magic 8-Ball for that game for tomorrow is giving out Maryland, the Terrapins. With, points, huh? with those crazy looking helmets, what what's up with those crazy looking helmets? Does anybody know what's up with the crazy looking helmets? State state flag, I think, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, it looks so. like yeah. some type of Scottish shield or something yeah, it, that they they state flag, Maryland state flag, I believe. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, they got a bunch of stuff going on. The state flag. We just kind of have a circle, a red a, a red circle on on blue, and with three stars. I mean, you know, we don't have a. Like a Ferrari dragon and a and checkerboard and a shield and all that type and of stuff. Maryland's got we got gypped here in Tennessee. We all have cool stuff like that. Yeah, I think. We kept it simple. But Maryland's yeah, got some, a lot of ties to the University of Alabama on that game. You know, head coach used to be the offensive coordinator. Mike Loxley. Loxley. And then and that too, his brother play over there. Yeah. yeah tell you. That's right. Baby He's two. Alabama. Baby two a place for that. Okay. So Maryland's your pick for tomorrow for the Magic A Ball in Texas tonight. Uh, write those down. If you feel like it, put a little coin on it. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Coach James D. Happy New for, Year. For Lou the Legend and for Clayton the Claw Harris, I'm Drake. We're out of here, and we'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a great night.